The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Thanks for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Unlock the power of your dreams. Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome everyone to the Ask Dr. Dream show where you uncover the truth of your dreams and reveal the beauty of who you are. I'm your host, Kelly Sullivan Walden, aka Dr. Dream, here on Unity Online Radio, the place to be to get your dreams analyzed. Today, we we always have a mind-body-spirit guest, Nancy T. and I, and today we have one, Walter Berry. He just happens to be a dream expert, so it's going to be just dream centric all day today. We're not diverging down any other mind, body, spirit path. We're sticking to dreams today, people. So if you have a dream that you are curious about, today's the day to get it analyzed. So the number to call is 816-251-3555. Okay, so um, I'm going to jump into a little prayer because I am somewhat discombobulated this morning. Surprise, surprise. It seems like I always am in the mornings. <laughs> oh my Lord, that's that's what we get when we do a live show. I'm just like, ah. I tried to send out my email to let people know who was going to be on the show and and it wouldn't send. So arg. But here we are and it's all good. We can just be blessed. So let's just turn within for a moment. Take a big deep breath with me if you would. Ah, and releasing and letting go of any frustration, all of the stuff going on in the news and the media and the, the fires, the pandemic, the just the rioting, all of this stuff. Let's just know that it's, we can breathe it away just with a breath. We can find our center in the midst of wildness. It's just our center is always here kind of like our shadow. They just, it, they both follow us everywhere we go. <laughs> we can run, but we can't hide from our shadow, even though we can sometimes feel like it's not here. It always is if we drop in. So one more deep breath with me. Ah, Releasing and letting go of everything that isn't connected to the truth of who we are. Everything that is temporary moving through we don't need to hold on to it let's just drop it like it's hot so that we can make room make bandwidth make space for that which we prefer ah and i can't wait to share with you the dream i had last night that i think is going to be one that helps to add some bandwidth at least it did for me in the night Ah, so think on perhaps one of your favorite dreams, one of your best dreams. Call on that energy. Let it seep in. Let it fill you up because you are the master of your dream. You are the director of your dream. No matter what's going on around you, you have a say in how you feel, what you focus on, who you be, what you want to draw in. And today there is a focus on drawing the dream. So I was trying to be a little clever there with that. But letting go of cleverness, letting go of everything 
let's just connect for one more moment with what it is we hope to get from being connected with each other today. Ah, from our dreams, let's call in those qualities that we prefer being filled up, connected, at one with the sun, at one with each other, at one with Nancy T, at one with the unified field of infinite, unconditional love. So we can do this by virtue of directing our thoughts here. It is our dream and we can play it out any way we want. So I say, thank you. Thy will be done for the highest good of all. And so it is. Amen. A woman. Ah, dreams. And ah, Nancy T. Nancy T, are you there? I sure am. Hi, sweetie. How you doing? Hi. <laughs> Better now. <laughs> Better now. <laughs> it's it amazing. all comes Just... to a nice piece of place once we do that yeah. morning dream. Does it, I said dream, but I actually meant prayer, and they both it's are. Both. Right? Yeah. Both dreams exactly. and How are everything. you? How are you, my honey? I'm good. I'm starting my, uh, I'm doing the Betty Rocker thing again <gasps> with a group of ladies. And so um, <sighs> Darn that's, it. I had I had to do it. I had to do it. I got myself for it. I should be it. one I of those like ladies. I, you can be one of those ladies. You can jump in. We're only on day two. Why not? Okay. I want to be yeah. a lady. You are a lady. <laughs> one of a my Betty favorite ladies. Lady. Oh, thank you. Yeah, send me the info. I'll, I want to jump on. Okay. Okay, my honey. So you got a hero's journey card for us today? Well, yes and no. Um, oh. <laughs> very interesting. <laughs> As we were we were talking just one moment before the show, I had pulled a dream goddess card. I was all ready oh. and all and great. But then we said, let's do this. And I said, well, that's just fine. I know exactly where my my hero's journey cards are. And guess what? I don't. But I felt like I received the card, the call. This is my call. Oh. And, okay. <laughs> and okay, or maybe let's do it's that. my resistance to the call because I don't have the card. So maybe we could just talk about what that means. Because right away, I was like, I got the call. And I really, I'm well, not resisting. I promise I'm not. So what oh would you heaven. say, Cal? Well, I'm going to, I'm going to read it. So it's the first card. And the reason oh, we're good. doing a Hero's Journey dream card today as opposed to a Goddess card is because I am launching today the Hero's Journey dream workshop. So this will be a 12 workshop, 12 week workshop in kind of in sync with the 12 stages of the hero's journey. We'll look at dreams through the lens of the hero's journey. And um, I'm really excited. It's coming up. It starts September 8th. And I there's there is a URL on my website. Actually, if you go to my website, I have the strangest dream or Kelly Sullivan Walden com. On the right sidebar, there's a picture of the Hero's Journey Dream Oracle cards. If you click on that, it'll take you to the page about the workshop. And you get a big, big discount if you sign up before September 1st. And I throw in all kinds of additional bonus gifts. I think like $100 worth of additional bonus gifts and things like that. So anyway, so we're reading a dream, a hero card. And so I'm going to just read a little bit of this, Nance, and then tell me what you think. Yeah, I just found them. Oh, you Perfect. did. I will follow oh. along while you read. Go ahead. Actually, no, then you pick a card. Well, I mean, I did, I've got the, I, I actually have the whole box 
and I've got the card, the call with me because I just oh. feel like that's the call I got this morning. <laughs> All right. So I can, I'd be happy to uh, read that do for it. everybody. Okay. Do it, do it. Let's do it. And I'm going to use my glasses just for fun. <laughs> Not that you that. need them. Not that right. I need them. Okay. Yeah, so the call, look intelligent. Says, <laughs> honor the whisper of your soul. And the day came when the wish to remain tight in a bud was more painful than the risk it took to blossom. Oh, gosh, mm-hmm. I love that quote. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the message is, what is your true calling in life? What special gifts have you been given? What is the unique niche that only you can inhabit? What situations bring out your bliss? What do you typically get complimented on and shrug off because it comes so naturally? These important questions can help you recognize what Aristotle called entelechy. Entelechy. Sorry. <laughs> I know because I talked to Aristotle myself and I asked him, come on, dude, how and do you said, pronounce you know that? what? It's entelechy. Exactly. <laughs> or entelechy if you're me. <laughs> right. That is great. Entelechy. The great one of a kind potential you've been encoded with. Your entelechy. I love it. Aristotle also said entelechy is when the soul is actualized in the body. Dreams are important because they speak the language of the soul. They are a compass, always pointing you in the right direction, helping correct your course when needed, and letting you know, sometimes loudly, when you've (laughs) fallen asleep and need to wake up. So, (laughs) the dream symbol is hearing your name. Ooh, hearing your name in a dream suggests your entelechy and your higher self is trying to get your attention. You are being called to wake up to the next step along your path. If you've been straying, this dream may be your wiser self's attempt to wrangle you in. And the mantra is, I wake up and everything I do moves me toward the fulfillment of my greatest dreams. Aww. Aww. Thanks, Nancy. I love the way you read (laughs) that. Always the actress. Always the actress. (laughs) Wake up. Okay. (laughs) On that note, I want to, let's get woke. We're going to bring on our guest and we are going to take your dreams. And I see that we've got some dreamers already lined up in the, Yay, on the stick with board. us. Yay. Don't wait. Stick we with us. Just, just be, be here, be here, be with us. We love you. Exactly. <laughs> so we want to, all right. So let me just tell you a little bit about my friend, Walter Berry, AKA King dreams a lot. I hope he doesn't mind that I call him that sometimes I make up nicknames for people and I don't, often ask if they like it or not. So we'll find out <laughs> if he likes it or not. Walter Berry sure he loves it. He's got an MA. He is a certified dream facilitator. His work on dreams has a special emphasis on the visual shown in his soon to be released book, Drawn into the Dream. I like that drawn into the dream. He leads a weekly Los Angeles dream group, conducts dream workshops locally and internationally and is a frequent guest on various radio radio broadcasts and podcasts dealing with dreams. He is a visual artist and lighting designer in the motion picture industry. Ooh la la. His lighting work includes the giant sculpture Dreamcatcher on the Sunset Strip in Hollywood. He is the coolest dude. I just love Walter Berry. Welcome to the Ask Dr. Dream Show. King dreams Thank a lot. You. I feel like I need a trumpet. Do, do, do. 
<laughs> hear ye, hear ye. I feel so Elizabethan. Welcome, Walter. It's so great to have you back. Oh, it's so good to be here and your beautiful voice. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. So, you know what, let's do, I, I want to ask you all kinds of questions about dreams, but I feel like doing a little quick dream touch base with you and maybe Nancy T and myself, just, you know, it's like, it's like being a member of the hair club or being a, a president of the hair club and also being a member. I want us to present some dreams ourselves and then, and then get into why these are so important. So why don't you start Walter, any recent dreams that you care to share? It doesn't have to be anything grand or outrageous or maybe they are sure that's so easy because i am of course king dreams a lot yes you are <laughs> um well let's let's see this morning um just a few hours ago my dream was uh, just a, a small snippet was it was a box full of 20 pounds of light and the 20 pounds of light was the solution to whatever the problem was. I don't know what the problem was, but the solution to it was 20 oh. pounds of light. It was this box with this incredible light inside of it and 20 pounds of it. That, that was my dream this morning. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. That actually kind of ties into my dream, which I um, – gosh, my dog is getting a little wild. Pre-pre, you chill out. Um, well – if it were my dream, may I do a little if it were mine? Absolutely. Well, first of all, I know that you happen to be a lighting guy. So I know light isn't just what it would mean to the average bear. It's like, mm -hmm. so in a nutshell, tell me, what is light to you? Let's just hear it in your own words. 20 well, pounds of light. 20 pounds of light. Actually, after 40 years of, of working with it and studying it and, and figuring it all out, I actually have decided that I have absolutely no idea what light is. <laughs> it, it is a great mystery. What is light? I mean, it's this incredible. It's, it, I've learned to accept the fact that I'm probably never going to un really understand it. It is this immensely beautiful, mystical, curious, wondrous thing that brings life and, and, and uh, ignites things. And it, it's all, it's amazing. But I, Truthfully, I have no idea. <laughs> oh, you know what? I love that. I read once that that the most intelligent people on the planet are the ones that claim to know the the like the least amount of data or the least amount of absolutes. So I think you're just one of those one of those dudes. So oh, thanks. I'm going to be a, a less intelligent person and take a stab at what what this dream feels like to me. In a way, okay, I'm just sure. going to say share what my dream was and see how these relate in my dream okay. there was somebody was praying for um they they were praying for to jesus and they were and i was interpreting what their prayer was and i was saying you're you're wanting it's like there's this little sliver nancy you're going to dig this you're there's this little sliver that you're wanting jesus to come help you with I'm so sorry. Hold on one second. Okay. Okay. She's, so, she... um, wow. It is just one of those days. 
<laughs> I was going to say the reason she said that I would like this is because I did have a Jesus dream where he helped me with my couch. So go ahead. Tell me more. <laughs> my God. My I all couch, of a sudden have know. people at the door. I've got Dana knocking. I've got dogs like, why people leave me alone? <laughs> okay. So Nancy has, I'm calling on Jesus right now. Jesus, come on. Take the wheel. Help. So in my dream, somebody said, and I, I was interpreting, you're wanting this little sliver of Jesus to come into this big space of drama. And I said, but what if it was reversed? What if you're already in a sea of Jesus? And mm. anyway, that was like the, like it switched me. And of course me and everyone else in my dream, who is me that was calling on. And, I, and by the way, I'm not a Bible thumper for those of you who might think I am, if you're listening for the first time, I, but I do happen to love JC. So, so I feel like there's something <laughs> similar in this. It's like, there's nothing that the light can't fix. It's like, really, if there's an issue, it's about bringing on more light. It's like flipping the switch, flipping the perspective, and we've got everything that we need. And huh. the more light, the more solutions, the more awareness. So what did you say? 20 pounds of light. It, is There was yeah. something about it can fix it or what was that? Yeah, it can solve the problem. I don't know it what the problem the is, problem. but it can solve the problem. You know, <laughs> it does relate to your sliver. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I knew there was mm -hmm. a reason I needed to share that and that I wanted to ask you for that. I mean, that's <laughs> like, what is the problem? Who knows? But just add 20 pounds of light to it. Oh. Yeah. 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 Hmm. That's wonderful. What are you, so now what are you connecting with, Walter? Well, I, I'm connecting it with another, the, the dream I had the night before, which is this beautiful, uh, I know I'm off the, maybe off the beat with here a little bit, but the, it was this incredible tree in which I, it has these, it, a barren tree. It had all these branches going out all over the place. And I found myself, and this is why I'm bringing that up because it feels exactly what you're talking about, is I found myself instead of looking up through it, I actually started at the top of one of the tiny branches and traced down all the way to the roots, and then started again with the uh, again with the same thing. Mm -hmm. It's like going down into the trunk. And when I was doing that, I found myself in a state of awe. I was like mm -hmm. in this incredible place, and it was just a beautiful dream. Where, and I think it had wow. the same thing you're talking about, wow. the flipper, you know? Yeah. Oh my gosh, oh, this is was... why she calls you King Dreams a lot. You've got the best dreams ever. He I... does. Oh, he I does. I have a serious dream envy. Uh, I, I, can I just say, do you mind if I just jump in real quick, Kel? Please, honey, please I have do. To say, because, well, first of all, I started out with your first dream, which if it were my dream, I right away I'm thinking, we so feel like we're in a time of darkness and, yeah. and what I've been coming into more than ever is we're still that light being, we're still that, but we just need to tap into it and, and to, you know, shine it out. And it feels like it's 20 pounds for sure. But then mm, when you yeah. describe your tree dream, mm. you said it's this incredible, and then you said barren. And it made me think, this guy is amazing. He's so positive. He sees, some people see barren trees and they think it's fruitless. <laughs> it's got nothing to offer. It's just empty. But you saw, you said incredible. And where did you start from the top? 
So therefore, mm. you know, reinforcing me, you know, I'm not one of those smart people. I think I know something here. Um, reinforcing <laughs> <laughs> that you are that positive person. And then you can look at all of it and get down to the heart of the matter, which is the light. Oh, my gosh. You're yeah. great. Well, <laughs> That's all I that kind of gives me an aha, which you know, which mm-hmm. you guys mentioning that because what I'm what I'm thinking is I remember what, what Kelly said at the very beginning of the show here, is that you know this whole COVID thing and all this stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's another way to look at this in a way that is yeah. on being being that we are alone a lot and we're kind of bound up and we can't go to work and stuff and that which is really awful in many ways. But it also gives us a chance to look at ourselves mm. and to have to sleep in. And it's a chance for us to be in that box full of 20 pounds of light and that, mm. you know, trace mm. that tree and that tree of life. And, and we can look at ourselves and really appreciate who we are. I mean, I think it's a chance to, to really test our psychology and see where we are and understand the depth of of the amazing beings that we are and the poets that we are in our lives and i know that's just one sort of positive aspect of this awful moment you know right Mm -hmm. well it seems like we we all are i mean everybody i talk to it seems like they all have the the drama and the complaints for sure but then everyone says well there is this one thing i am getting closer to my family or i am finding i did start this new project i did do this this thing that wouldn't have happened so they're all and it is because of this pruning this barrenness that seems like it's revealing like without all those leaves it's like there's there's something being revealed and even i mean as much as i hate the fires and i wish they would go away and i want them to stop now and i'm praying for rain i know that from a big cycle perspective i know that even in that there's new trees that get born because of the scorched earth and because of, you know, and things get burned away. I mean, there's a beauty in it. If we can, if we can go to the highest place and look at it from there, even though, you know, come on, come on, God, let's, let's yeah. have a little rain. You, you are so good girlfriend. God, you're good. <laughs> oh, Walter <laughs> Barry, we love you. All right. So let's take a call of this one. I don't recognize. So I'm going to call on Maria in San Francisco. Oh my gosh. I think I just, clicked off of Walter Berry. So, um, Louie, if you can help me get Walter Berry back on, that would be great. Somehow he wasn't locked. Um, okay, Maria calling in from Hi. San Francisco. Hi. Are you a first-time caller? Yes, very much well, there. So I'm trying to listen and learn and understand your process and everything. Um, it's, a, it's a wild one today. So you're, you're welcome to be here. Join in the wildness. So what's on your heart? What's on your dream? Um, well, I've been having a lot of health issues for a long time, a lot of kind of abusive family relationships. And, and my process of learning and unfolding and evolving and coming into more wisdom, I have had these dreams of certain people that I knew when I was um, a very young child. And it's it mostly the young girl that I used to be friends with. And then it's her mother um, that comes in at certain points. And I remember one dream, it, it was like, when are you going to learn? And her mom was like, 
in my face, kind of like flying at me. And then I'll see the young girl when I, um, kind of in a school-like context, uh, because we did meet in school when we were like in kindergarten and she was my closest friend for a few years. And then, then we, one of my first friends, and then we weren't friends anymore. And that was difficult for me in that process. Um, because I didn't understand at that time. Why would someone not like me? <laughs> mm, I know. Uh, and then problem? I was in front of, Yeah, and then there was kind of some meanness and um, bullying from, like, certain circles, and then um, they went in different circles. Um, and so I recently looked up her name to see the meaning of her name. I was just trying to find answers, and what is this about? I know it's part of my evolution, but... It was still confusing. Why them? Um, mm. And uh, so many times. And so maybe it's just education or just to love myself more. I think her name was kind of something about loving. Um, What's her name? What is her name? Uh, her real name is Amelia, and she went mm. by Amy. Hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. My so, first friend's name was Amy, and I met her in, um, like in kindergarten. Same, exact oh, wow. same thing. Yeah. Crazy. So, yeah. I learned to evaluate my dreams and write them down, and and just look at what was going on when, from the nightmares to the <laughs> to the clear guidance to the I have no clue what the hell this is about. <laughs> Who so I don't. So you had, so part, I'm trying to connect the part that is the dream and then part that was in reality, in the in, in waking reality. So you had, in your dream, you were looking up her name to try to understand why this happened and why, kind of why she turned on you? No. In my wake, in, in reality, recently, because I, I had another dream of her and I was trying to figure out what is this meaning? So let me look up her name because I've been oh, doing God. that as well just to find some other link to help me understand what I'm being told or what um, being shown. Um, What's happening in the dreams with her? It's usually like in some kind of school context, like in a classroom or sitting around. Um, she's there. Um, actually, I could probably find my notes, but... Um, Oh, you know what? We're going to a quick break. So on the other side of the break, we'll find out more about this Amy slash Amelia and what it means for Marie. So, And we'll be taking your dreams as well. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back here on the Ask Dr. Dream Show on Unity Online Radio. Experience the difference. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Dream interpretation and a lot more. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome back to the Ask Dr. Dream show. I'm Dr. Dream, Kelly Sullivan Walden, and I'm, I'm joined with Nancy T. and Walter Berry, and we've got a dreamer named Maria, and then we left you all with a cliffhanger before we get back into Maria's dream. Just want to give you a little update on a, 
some new stuff that's going on in my world. Um, I've got the Hero's Journey Dream class. It's coming up in September 8th. It'll be 12 weeks. It's a virtual live course. It's the first live class I've taught in in a bit. I've had my Dream Life Coach training program, but that's that wasn't live. So this is the first one that I'm opening to the public for a period of time, a limited period of time. So go to Kelly sullivanwalden.com forward slash heroes dash journey dash dreams or just go to my homepage and click on the hero's journey dream oracle cards and join us for the fun because this is a time when we kind of need some heroes in this world and we need dreamers we need we don't need people more people to run around saying the sky is falling we need people to (laughs) be like walter berry and say i've got 20 pounds of light for you and nancy t and her special relationship with light and with Jesus and the the one that I dreamt about last night. Oh my Lord. So go to um, my website, kellysullivanwalden.com and check out the Hero's Journey Dream Workshop. Okay. So uh, we have Walter Berry on the show today and he, I call him Dream King, King Dreams a Lot or Dream Kings a Lot, whatever. He's got a book coming out called Drawn into the Dream that'll be coming out any day now, soon. Mm-hmm. He's... He comes from the lighting world in the glamorous world of Hollywood, and he's been featured in many publications, including Chicken Soup for the Soul, Dreams and Premonitions, and I think Dreams in the Unexplainable as well. I'm not sure. Anyway, back to back to Walter and back to Nancy T and back to Maria. So where we left Maria, she said that she's been having some health issues She's been dreaming about a young girl she was friends with in elementary school up until 10 years old. And, and her mother. This, and her mother. Yeah, thanks, yeah, Nance. This, it, when are you going to learn? I think that's a key phrase that she says ooh, in the dream. good. When, when are, are you, you going to learn? learn? Thank you for reminding me. That's a really important piece. And this little brat, sorry to say, because I'm protective of Maria. Maria is now my BFF. And I will... <laughs> kick the butt of anybody who's not nice to her so anyway this little girl was not kind to maria and um, maria is dreaming about her back in school and she even had a dr phil dr phil show up in the dream and so let's so walter berry i'm going to pass this straight on over to you what you're connecting with about maria's dream yeah, it's very interesting because i think what it does for me is that it harks back to that time uh, the dream draws me back that nine or ten year old self that I was, and talks about that trauma that I that happened to me. I had this best friend, and then suddenly it turned, and there's a way that I blame myself, and so I I think that what the dream is talking about in my and it brings it up a reason now. That's the most important piece for me, and it may have to do with the health health issue, or maybe it have to do with my own psychology, but it's now time to deal with that trauma in, in, in a forward kind of way. I am, if, if it were my dream, you know, if, if it's my dream, it's time to heal that and say, you know what, I, I am as, I'm as good or better than this woman. It's just I, I shouldn't feel this way or whatever's like that. When am I going to, what was the phrase uh, Nancy had? Of it when are you going to learn? 
When am I going to learn? Exactly. When am I going to learn that I am important, that I am the queen of everything? And when am I going to learn how important and wonderful I am? That's at least a small take on Wow. Did you hear that? That came straight from King Dreams a lot. So you are the queen of everything. Nancy T., do you want to weigh in really quick? We've got a number of other questions, other dreamers. I want to get to them too. Nancy T., do we lose you? Okay, then I'm going to jump in. Nancy? Nancy? Well, yeah, she's uh, somehow we've lost her. Maybe she'll come back. Um, in the meantime, from my my quick perspective on this dream is, and you even said her name was Amy, so we're outing her. Her real name, Amelia, went by Amy. The name Amy also means friend. Like in, in French, Ami is, is a friend. And it makes right. me think that that even though she was not a loyal friend at all she was like the exact opposite she was hurtful to you said oh you're not cool enough the way you stand the way you hold your jacket ooh 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 and believe me i've been there i've been on the receiving end of my amy's in school as well and i think the backwards blessing that they are is that they they are a friend in disguise it's kind of like a blessing in disguise in deep cover because the ultimate goal is to teach us to become our own best friend and to be friends with ourselves and to know that we're not going to leave us like i i always say there's there are those people that we think are our friends that we have to tap dance for that we have to dot all the i's and cross all the t's and be just perfect and even if we screw up the tiniest bit and don't do things just right then they leave us so that means they're not really our people because our people our true friends even if we do everything wrong and we accidentally kick them in the shin and we accidentally say and do all the wrong things, they're not going to leave us. Even if we try, even if we say, hey, get lost, buddy, they're not going to get lost. Like Walter Berry, I've told you to get lost and you just keep coming back. Just kidding. I would never say that to you. Coming back. I'm coming back. Coming back. So, so I think there is a friendship in disguise here where there's like a teaching the lesson of what does, what is a friend and how can I be a better friend to myself? And um, so that's what I'm thinking. Nancy T, I know you're back. Did you want to yeah. weigh in on Maria's dream? Really quickly. I am sorry about that. I couldn't unmute myself. That was the problem. I was here all along. Um, oh. But <laughs> to to piggyback on what you both have said, and I agree wholeheartedly with all of it, it does feel very much, and maybe because I'm I'm getting certified for emotion code, but it feels like a trapped emotion. And, it, you know, sometimes things happen to us and we have a trauma, and then years later, it can manifest in physical pain or emotional pain. And, and now your dreams are so helpful. They're just these doctors that take care of everything and say, you know, let's look at this specifically. So the, when are you going to learn? I feel like the Mm. answer is now and, and that you are Mm. the best friend that there could ever be. And let's just piggyback a little bit on the dreams that we talked about earlier about um, Walter Berry's dream, just a box of 20 pounds of light will fix anything. And like just throwing some light on that. And then in my dream, the calling on help, calling on Jesus, it's like, oh, wait, 
no, I'm swimming in a river of Jesus. Like it's, it's everywhere. Like what I need is really here. And sometimes we just need the contrast of that, that person that was just the thorn in our side. So that now I bet you, Marie, I bet you really, or Maria, I bet you really know what it is to be a good and loyal friend because you've had somebody who wasn't. So what are you getting from all this, Maria? Um, Besides overloaded. <laughs> no, it's okay. I actually just found the Hebrew meaning of her name, which me- means industrious. Um, mm. So I'm just thinking it's correlated or industrious and striving, which is mm-hmm. what I have in to deal with learning about how to deal with my health, abuse, etc. And I guess it just correlates to that's the way the message is coming through. I actually just found some other notes that I also dream a lot about her house, um, being in her house, outside her house. The last one was I was outside her house and all the other houses disappeared. And then we could see the ocean when you can't normally see the ocean. <laughs> um, so mm. uh, it's, um, I think part of it uh, missing my life at that time because mm. we also, her house, <clears throat> And they were helping us. Um, And so they did a lot of good for our family. Um, It was just childhood involvement of separation and just trying to figure out why they're still so prominent and why they've become the symbols to come through for these things. Because I thought it was done. And all of a sudden I was like, oh, my gosh, she's back. (laughs) You know, I just want to throw in. One of the, like that song, um, the first cut is the deepest. I know that in junior high, I also, in a, in a different way, I mean, I had my Amy's, Amelia's, but I also, my very first love was in junior high and my very first rejection was in junior high. And I still, I mean, up until, I don't know, a year or two ago, still had dreams about that because it, it cuts so deep in my psyche. Mm-hmm. And I imagine that vulnerable version of you, like me, it, it really left an imprint. And it's, and as social beings, as we're learning through this COVID-19 time, we are social beings and it's painful to not be able to be around people and to not interact socially. It's like we're wired for it. So to have been social during that time and have been rejected there's some part of the psyche that says okay i need to learn everything i can from this so that that never happens again and and we're not going to it's like we're not going to let it go until we've turned over every stone i know at least that's that's how it was and has been for me and so it's not even about her it's symbolic of i think living in this world and wanting to find find one's way in this world and not be being rejectable is like the biggest, I mean, I can trace so many of my behaviors to being like things that I've added to myself so so as not to be rejectable. Anyway, um, I hope that's helpful. I hope that gives you something to chew on, Maria. So appreciate you calling in. Thank you. Keep us Thank posted. You. Let us know how this goes. Oh, definitely. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time very much. You all Thank be well. You. Oh, you too. All right. So we're going to go to Denise. Denise is our favorite dream caller. We don't have favorites, but if we did, it would be Denise. Denise, welcome to the show and welcome to Walter Berry. You may remember him from an episode a while ago. But what you got on your heart today? Okay. Um, 
Last week, you know, I talk fast and I get so excited. Um, <laughs> last week, I had that dream, and Nancy, you don't forget, I, you know, the money, and it was a ten dollar bill, and it was three bills there, but the only one I recognized was the, I picked up one, and it was a ten dollar bill, and then mm. Nancy said. What's so significant about the three? And I couldn't believe she said that because I was just, I almost stopped the phone. So anyway, Mm. here's the dream (laughs) that I wanted to tell her that might have some bearing on this. Anyway, I dreamt that I was at a restaurant in the back of the restaurant where the kitchen is. Um, Mm. I do work there uh, up until the virus, but they asked me to work there. I was going in there to get something to eat all the time. And they said, we need a Mm. host. I'm like, I'm not interested. So they kept asking Mm. me and asking me. Then they said, you get 25% off the food if you work here (laughs) once a month. I'm like, where do I sign up and when do I start? <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, it's That's Southern great. Comfort. Anyway, um, mm. so anyway, but recently with the virus, they have it opened and not as much or they don't need as many people. And I'm fine with that because, like I said, I didn't even want to work there. They asked me. Anyway, mm-hmm. so I'm at this restaurant. I'm in the back in the kitchen area. And all of a sudden I see these two girls. I see all these people that I don't even recognize that don't even really work there. And I see these two girls, and they look just alike. And I said to somebody, these two girls look just alike. Then another girl pops up, and she joins them, and they're doing something. And I said, well, she looks like the other two. And somebody said, well, Denise, or somebody said, they're triplets. Oh. That's back to the three that Nancy was talking about. <laughs> yeah, I last week. They were triplets. But then all of a sudden, I'm, you know, I'm like, oh, the triplets. Then all of a sudden, these military people with uniforms are in there. And I said, y'all, what is these military people doing in here? And they said, oh, Denise, next door. Or they said, next door is a military exercise. So they're in here helping us, which makes no sense because it's a very small restaurant. Then I see the owner, who happens to be a female, Caucasian female. Mm. And I said, and Debbie was in the uniform. And I said, what is Debbie doing with a military? She's an entrepreneur. She owns this restaurant. And then she kind of saluted me. And the dream ended because I, I wasn't in uniform. But, you know, I am prior. Well, I'm mm. retired military reserve. Mm. So I'm going to tell you what I think real quick because I'm trying to be y'all. I'm trying to be okay. all y'all. I think I'm all y'all. Anyway, <laughs> Do it. Do it. I think I'm Nancy T. First of all, the military is something that I love. And, mm-hmm. and, and it denotes structure. It denotes mm-hmm. structure. You can make it in there if you do exactly what they tell you to do in basic training. It's a piece of cake. Oh, but it's wow. structure, which is something I like. I think the owner, number one, needs structure. She had Ooh. on a military uniform and has never been in a, in, in, in a, in a uniform. I think mm-hmm. that aspect of it was something dealing with her. Now, the triplets, I don't know. I'm thinking in three months. Like I said, mm. that's why when Nancy said that three, I couldn't bring this on because I wanted to save it. But there's mm. something going on with me with three. I don't mm. know. Oh, I'm not as good mm. as y'all. Anyway, go ahead. Okay, I'll try. No, All right. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, so so let's let, let's hand it over to Walter Berry. And Walter Berry, um, what do you think about Denise's dream, if it were your dream? Well, I have to own this in the sense that, like, um, it might look at the owners being the one that, that needs the uniform and the depth of discipline, but I have to look at myself and say, this is my dream. So there's some way that it's pointing out that. The triplets are fascinating because they are mm-hmm. all the same. So it's, it's like there's three versions of me, even though they don't look like me at all. There's something about that, and I'm not sure where to go with that because Nancy has the answer to that. <laughs> okay, Nancy, <laughs> no what do you pressure. get, honey? 
<laughs> that is awesome. You know, when I thought of three, and and I don't want to impose this on you at all, but when I thought of three, I thought of Jesus and God and the Holy Spirit, and and there's so many things that are in in groups of three. That's like a that's a heavenly sort of dynamic. Um, mm-hmm. structure that number. And, and so mm-hmm. to me, when you're mm-hmm. in this restaurant, it's interesting because there's a couple things. There's so much love there. There's, there's the, the fact that you're in this place where you love the food, you just love the food and mm-hmm. it's great. And then you've got that aspect of the military. And that's something that, you know, it comes from deep inside you, something that you you're still in the reserve. This is part of you. And your love for the fact that there's structure and maybe even a knowledge that there could be more structure here. So that mm-hmm. feels like three to me as well. And so, I don't know. I love this dream. I'm glad that we, we uh, kind of stumbled on it a little bit last week, but mm-hmm. um, what, what is, when you woke up from it, how did you feel about it? I was concerned about her felt like she needed structure with the mm. virus and stuff, she's always stressed out. And what am I going to do? But she's smart. I mean, she won the she won the restaurant through a very bitter divorce years ago. I mean, she had a kick butt lawyer, and she's 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 a female. She's a you know type A female. Well, you're not going to take this restaurant. I don't care if we're married or not. I'm going to get the best lawyer, and I'm going to win. But the three the triplets to me, I don't know something about that draws me in. I don't know. I felt like that was more connected. Mm. Me. Denise, can you describe what they what they were like? What was the essence of these triplets? It was just they were Caucasian, um, mm-hmm. and they looked just alike, and they were just kind of talking. Then the other sister walks up, and I said, "How old were they? Like, were they young young oh, women? Twenty five ish, twenty five ish, twenty five, twenty. And they weren't dressed alike though." But they wasn't okay. really doing anything, but they were working in there. At least they appeared to be working in there. Nobody in there is who works there now other than the owner. In this dream, you had a bunch of military people and some triplets. I'm like, well, what the, you know, what's going on? These aren't even the current people that work there. So maybe that's bringing about a change, too. But is mm-hmm. it change for her or is it change mm-hmm. for me? Because I don't, you know, Ooh. I was thinking about not even working there anymore because I don't really need to. They asked me right. to work. I just get a discount on the food. Nice, nice. Okay. Were you, were you Go, in the military Walter. when you were twenty-five? Excuse me, sir. Were you in the military when you were twenty-five years old? Yes, I was. Uh, yes, yeah. I was. Yes, I was. Yeah, there's a way that the, the, you know, the dream reflects a little bit of that because of the age of the triplets. It's sort of like the. Uh, it's reflecting mm. on me when I was 25 and I was in the military. I think it had that some reflection. Mm, that's good, mm. Walter. That's really good. Yes, it Ooh. is. I think I'm just going to throw in a couple of a couple thoughts. And this is, of course, I'm being super selfish if it were my dream. So my friend Gypsy, who I talk about ad nauseum, we just did a little memorial, like a pre-memorial for her last weekend. And my nickname for her was Triple. I don't know if, I don't know it. I used to call her Triple. Yeah, I I remember that. Mm -hmm. And sometimes just call her Trip. So we talked a lot about where'd the Triple come from? Why Triple? Triple, Triple, Triple. That's been just in my space, Denise, just so you know. And 
in some way to me, every like three is such a powerful number. And to me, it does symbolize transformation. And there's the spiritual aspect of it. To me, I feel like it's a shamanic number that represents major change is happening. Pay attention. And um, there's something about these three women. I'm not sure exactly, but there's... I, I always wonder about military. So let me just bring that piece in, that structured aspect, because I tend to be kind of rebellious, even though I do have structure. Most people don't think I do, but underneath that I do. But I also rebel against it. Um, and I know structure is important. And yet, to me, my ultimate value is on the spirit and is on kind of the wild self-expression. So if this were my dream, I'd think, wow, I really love the structure that the military aspect brings. And yet there's this, so a restaurant to me, I'm just jumping here. A restaurant to me is a very feminine symbol. It's about cooking and nurturing the soul. And to me, the feminine aspect is not as structured by nature. It's a little bit more wild and unruly. And so to bring in this next door structure to me, maybe there's this attempt to, for, for the nurturing part of myself, maybe the mothering aspect of myself, the part of me that feeds and that provides food, like if every aspect of the dream is the dreamer, um, then there's this whole restaurant that's under transformation. And these triplets are representing the change that's happening in the kitchen, in the back. And so there's something in here that feels like there's structure next door to the wild feminine cooking, feeding the soul. And these these three women feel like they're right on the bridge. There's some really important part of this. And I like that the owner shows up because to me, it mean, to me, it would be like the owner, I'm the owner of this restaurant. I'm the owner of my dream. And I'm the one who needs mm. a little structure, maybe in my feminine aspect, the mm. part of me that is, or or maybe the feminine aspect of me, or the masculine part of me needs more feminine wildness. I don't know, something like that. That's what I'm getting. And I always love you in yep. your dreams. So what are you going to take oh, away? And what are you going to eat today? What, Walter? Yeah, go ahead, Walter. Yeah, no. I'm thinking you're right on the money on this. I think it's about it's on a simple affirmation level. It means that for me, it because it is about nourishment because it's in a it's in a restaurant that I love. So I am nourished by my background in the military. It's saying my structure nourishes me. It is a really positive sense that it's not only the woman in uniform, but it's these three people that are my age when I was in the military, referring to the past, present, future, whatever. It's just, it's an affirmation dream for me. Very big time. Oh, yes. She always has really good affirming ones, in my opinion. All of your dreams. Really? Oh, she does. I and, like that with that, the three and in the past, present, future. That is on mm-hmm. it. He's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Triplets. Yes. Yep. We got it. All right. And I say that I am triplet, so it's not, it's not like I'm changing around. It's like this solid person, past, present, and future is Ooh. organized. I can affirm that she is like, She's incredible. Whoever this woman is, I like her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. Denise, thank you. You always serve up some soul food with your dreams. Thank you so much. So thank you. I'm going to. Thank you all. Uh, 
Thank you. All right. So um, I think this is Anna, and we only have a couple minutes. And um, so, Anna, maybe you can just say hello. And I don't know if you're, I didn't see your name on here, but I'm pulling you out. Anna, are you there? Yeah. Hi. Hey, honey. You have I'm anything you want to ask? Hi, my friend Genevieve, if she's listening in too. This is my hi, favorite. Genevieve. <laughs> But, um, do, I do you have a, we have like two minutes. Do you have a quick question for Walter Berry? King dreams a lot. Um, well, I just wanted to share my dream. Um, I had a nightmare a couple nights ago, and I know you say that there's no such thing. So <laughs> I'll say it, and then I'll take it back. But okay. I, um, I was in this room and opening a refrigerator, like a wall full of food, and I took out a cake and I put it back in. There was a room, like a warehouse kind of like refuge for like makeshift clinic um, interior where a bunch of people were laying on the ground with blankets over them. Oh, wow. Uh, but no one seemed to be around. And then I went into another space where my um, sweetheart was on the floor looking up at the ceiling and I was like, what's going on? And he's like, oh, I'm waiting for a package or someone to come drop something off. And just as he said that, I was walking towards the front door of his house and my father just bursts open and is in this rage and says, Anna, where are you? What are you doing here? Like, well, what are you doing? Like, and then, and then um, my sweetie just jumps up and it was just like full of fire and like, like alarm of his, you know, um, privacy that was being like invaded. And so then he kind of like, gets my dad outside and my dad goes to the front of the house and it turns out to be the front yard of his house, like the house that he built, my child at home. And he's so like Anna, foaming at the mouth. Oh my God, foaming at the mouth. So you know what? I want to be just because we only have seconds. I want you to share this dream again at the top of the show next time so we can go right deep into it. And Walter Berry, I imagine you would ask her to draw this dream, to draw it out oh, yeah. and then change the yes, drawing. Yes, and, and deal with some father issues, it feels like here. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you so much for joining us. And, Anna, thank you for sharing your dream. And you've left us on a cliffhanger. We'll see you next week. And, Walter Berry, thank you so much for joining us. His book is Drawn into the Dream. It'll be coming up soon. Thank you for joining us on the Ask Dr. Dream Show. Until we all meet again next week, don't take your dreams lying down. I'm Dr. Dream. See you next week. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio the voice of an awakening world. Intuition is our spiritual GPS and the single best tool that we have for navigating our lives. I'm Victoria Shaw, and on my Intuitive Connection podcast, I will share with you the ways to connect with your intuition and awaken the gifts of your soul. In each episode, I'll draw on my own intuitive gifts and my training as an Ivy League trained counselor and psychologist to help support you in reaching your highest potential. Start listening now on Mind Body Spirit FM Podcast Network or wherever you find your podcasts.